Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <laughs> Second hour of the uh, huddle. Adam Carter for Dave Schwartz today with uh, Pete Najarian as we uh, continue to talk football. Vikings in Miami. We're an hour from now, less than an hour from now. They'll kick off against uh, the Dolphins. And uh, joining us on the John Schuster Cobble Banker Hotline from Purple Insider, Matthew Collar. Matthew, thanks for uh, taking the time today. Um, so a third-string quarterback for uh, these Miami Dolphins, uh, it should go favorably uh, for the Vikings today. Uh, you would think so, yes. Uh, and <laughs> I know that people, uh, Vikings fans specifically, are always terrified of anything that could make them look bad because so often it does uh, and that they, they have, they have lost some games to backup quarterbacks, but I looked yesterday just to see like, is it a real thing? Like do the Vikings really blow it to backup quarterbacks? And the answer is usually not like since Zimmer took over in 2014, they're nine and four against backup quarterbacks, but I couldn't find any QB threes in there. No, uh, I do think, I do think Skylar Thompson is better than your average QB three. Uh, he had a very, very good preseason through, I think, five touchdowns, no picks. And uh, last week, he didn't look like a complete horror show. But with that said, I mean, if you're a real team, a real contending team, and the other team has not only its backup quarterback, but also a backup left tackle going up against the Darius Smith, the receivers have been banged up in recent weeks. Uh, Miami has one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL so far this year. I mean, everything should be lining up for the Vikings to take care of business here. Well, you know, Matthew, it, it, you're right, and it does line up, and it gives the, the, the Vikings a great opportunity to just continue to extend. I mean, our, our one loss came at Philly, didn't play well, obviously, but that is the only undefeated team, right? The Philadelphia Eagles, I think, at 5-0. and So, so the, the Vikings have done a, a, an amazing job, and then when you look forward just a little bit, um, the next few games even look pretty good for the Vikings until you get to the Bills. So the, the, the lineup is there, but – do you think the Vikings are, are going to unfortunately bite into too much of that and think, you know what, uh, this is a third-string quarterback, we're going to get past this? Or do you think this is a team that, that can get that kind of focus? Because it is on the road. They're coming down here, and I can tell you, I'm in Florida right now. Miami is hot. So it's, uh, it's going to be a scorcher out there for the Vikings. Uh, a shocking weather report from Florida. <laughs> Rubbing it in. <laughs> but, uh, no, no, I mean, you're, you're exactly right that even though all the things I laid out, like the game is here for you, 
does not mean that you can just show up and exist and beat the Miami Dolphins. Because not only is there the heat issue, which is, you know, that is an, an adjustment. Um, you know, I, I'm concerned for uh, Paul Hodewanek, who's covering it for Purple Insider, WCCOs only. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's so hot down there. Hopefully he, he can adjust to the humidity. No, but it is, a, it is an adjustment. I mean, you think about you go from, you go from London back here, a game that was much tighter than it should have been against Chicago has come down to the last moment and then travel again to Miami. I mean, you've put a lot of mileage on and, and also there's just things about this team um, that are concerning, right? The inconsistency on offense where they can look like the most unstoppable offense in the league. And then we look up and, and it's been two quarters and they haven't scored and you go, well, what happened there? Um, that's happened too often. And this defense has not scared anyone and I'll be very interested to see how they approach Skylar Thompson like are they going to attack him because he is a, a young player or are they going to play similarly where it's kind of the umbrella stuff and 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 dare Skylar Thompson to complete a bunch of passes underneath but Justin Fields has been one of the worst quarterbacks in the league and in the second half last week he looked really good so if if they mess around they're going to find out because this team uh, does have weapons that can make you pay. So I, I think that they do have to really bring it today. It isn't just like, oh, write it down as a win because they're, they're facing a backup. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up because uh, the we've heard so much about the offense. Okay, you know, they're adjusting to Kevin Connell's system, Kevin O'Connell's system, and the, they're starting to groove. Well, what about defensively? Because to me, this is the most glaring part of the Vikings so far. They give the, you, you meant you you said it. Their defense doesn't scare anybody. They give up big chunks of yards. Is this a factor that okay? They're learning Ed Donatel's system, and somehow this is going to start looking better week to week. Yeah, I mean it's a really interesting subject because on the offensive side, Kevin O'Connell has talked a lot about adaptations and adjusting. And I think that he's really done a nice job with it over the last few weeks. On the defensive side, it's a different message from Ed Donatel where we keep hearing, well, the players are adjusting to my system. The players are adjusting to my system. But, you know, his system is not working for a few players, uh, one of them being Daniil Hunter, where it seems to really not be working. And I think there has to be an adjustment there. Uh, and, and I also think that when you don't attack at all, when you almost never blitz uh, – you know, then the other team really knows what's what's coming, and they know what you're going to be able to do. And if you don't pressure opposing quarterbacks, I mean, there's a lot of human beings in the league who can stand back there and deliver wide-open passes. We saw it from Andy Dalton, who's turned into a backup at this point in his career. We saw it from Fields last week when, when they didn't pressure him. He was able to find open receivers and make plays, and the same thing goes for Skylar Thompson. I think that they've been hoping that Zadarius Smith and Daniil Hunter – on their own can create a ton of pressure, but with Hunter not uh, adjusting fast enough or not being the same version that he used to be, uh, they just haven't really pressured opposing quarterbacks at all. And, and if they do that and they give time for Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill to get the football, I mean, those guys will dodge three tacklers and score a long touchdown. Like They, they have that capability. I, I think it's on Ed Donatel to start making, making some adaptations uh, to this defense. And and you like you mentioned, Skylar Thompson's not a terrible quarterback by any means, but he's just young. He's fresh. And so if you're the Vikings, you'd think that you'd want to put pressure on him almost immediately. And on the other side of it, if I'm Miami, I'm on a, I want to give the ball and give, get a couple of running. You know, Mostert is a heck of a running back if he's healthy, when he's healthy. And Edmonds, they are speed guys. They're guys that can actually get through. They've got a decent offensive line. 
why not attack the Vikings right where they're kind of weak, which is they've got great speedy linebackers, but they're small. They're 220 pounds. I, I, I'm just shocked at this all the time, Matthew, that, that people don't take advantage of those kinds of situations more. And I would think with a backup quarterback being actually your third-string quarterback being the starter, why not give him a better chance by at least trying to establish some of that running game and make those passes easy to Tyreek Hill and, and some of the great guys waddle that they've got on the outside? Oh, I, I think you're completely right. I think that what this really comes down to with this game is, you know, can they repeat what they did last week, which was they, they really shut down the run quite well. And when I looked back at the game, I was so impressed with Delvin Tomlinson. Like, I, I think that guy uh, is maybe even getting better or maybe is a perfect fit for what they're doing uh, because he was taking on double teams by himself. He was getting into the backfield at times. And, and so for a large portion of that game, you know, the Bears wanted to run and they wanted to make things favorable for Justin Fields, but they really couldn't do it. And they couldn't start coming back uh, until, uh, you know, they were down 21 to three. And I think they need to do the same thing. And Miami has a creative type of run game, but it hasn't been very successful so far. If that continues today, I really have a tough time even with some of the shortcomings of this defense and some of our questions about the scheme, I really have a tough time seeing Skylar Thompson just putting the whole thing on his back. So even though it's kind of cliche to say it all starts with stopping the run, I, I think that's very much true when you have a QB3 in there. Uh, just uh, Mostert is active today. I know he was questionable, but he is active today. That, mm-hmm. That's it. When, the thing, and I, uh, the umbre- you mentioned the umbrella coverage and the two high safeties. It just seems like Ed Donatel is just so scared of allowing a receiver to get over the top that it's just he and again I've obviously a pedestrian view of this um, as opposed to you guys but it just seems like that that he's so frightened to get a receiver over the top that it just leaves this gaping hole in the middle. Yeah, no, you're right, and I, I have talked to people who uh, we'll say are, are more informed about football than you and me, and uh, they agree. So it's not just. It's not just us who, who think that. I mean, one of the things that's a little bit strange to me is Harrison Smith is one of the uh, uh, maybe all-time great safeties at playing in the yeah. box and being aggressive and blitzing and, and getting into the backfield. And if you're using him as just kind of an over-the-top safety, which they mostly have, I mean, you could have gotten that for $2 million in free agency right. with a guy who can kind of stand back there. Uh, you know, so I don't even know that he's really been um, using players to their to their absolute maximum. And the stubbornness with Daniil Hunter, like I, I think Daniil Hunter hmm. is at his best when he's right over the tackle and he's getting his hands on that guy and using his crazy strength uh, to drive tackles back. I don't know that he's good like standing up way outside in that wide nine type of position. But if Donatel's not going to make adjustments, then I think we're going to get a lot of the same. But I do think that a lot of it comes down to not trusting the cornerbacks. Uh, maybe that changes because Cam Dantzler has done as well as, as he has in mm-hmm. recent weeks. Yeah. And, Matthew, I, I totally agree with you. I think Daniel Hunter is unbelievable when he's out there on the end with his hand down, not trying to stand up and be a linebacker, but being a true defensive end. And I think, I think that kind of pressure is what the, the Vikings defense needs to have to kind of help some of that big canopy that you guys are talking about that we're, we're letting people catch it in front of us. You know, and I keep going back to this, and, and, and you know, uh, we were talking about it, Adam, but I think the interesting thing for me is that, once again, last week, and I mentioned this in a text to you, Adam, but 
Kirk Cousins, yep. who always is, is critical, everybody's so critical about him and how he doesn't, you know, perform. When here the we go. Here we go. Pete's going to defend the, Kirk Cousins. The, here we go. The, here we... the guy had the ball on the twenty-yard line and he chewed up what, however many minutes it was. It's like an eight-minute drive, and he went to Irv Smith. And he got Dalvin Cook involved. He had JJ involved. He had Madison involved, and they went down the field and they got the touchdown that they needed to get. And the defense did actually sort of step up, I guess, finally. And, and stop the Bears. But I just, I, what dumbfounds me is what is it about Kirk Cousins that everybody is always so critical about, about him, Matthew? Because I see it a different way than most everybody else. I see it as Kirk last year and this year so far has driven down the field, put the ball in the end zone, and given the defense the opportunity to make the stop. And either they do or they don't. So far, for the most part, they have. But that's the thing that, that just dumbfounds me is that we've watched Kirk do this over and over again, and yet he never gets that credit that some of the other guys get for driving down the field. Yeah, I think that um, when people maybe early in his Vikings career were saying he's, he's not clutch or something, like I'm not, I'm not sure I really totally and, – and this is as somebody who grew up watching John Elway with all his game-winning drives, but I'm not sure I totally <laughs> – entirely buy into like some guys being vastly better at that than other guys. Um, Of course, it's usually just the great quarterbacks are good at it. And Kirk is a very, very good quarterback. I think with cousins. So if they were calling him not clutch, maybe that's like a misplaced criticism. But I think that what is frustrating about cousins is the inconsistency, even within a game. Uh, And you saw that last week with, uh, you know, Chicago, he comes out, and it looks like, I mean, he's going to throw for 450 yards and six touchdowns, and then you get to the end of the game and you're like, why did they not even clear 30 points against hmm. a horrendous Bears team that they were, right? And then we've seen that many times. Uh, we've seen, how about like, you know, somebody was asking me, like, is it going to be another Kirk Tober because they're playing so many easy opponents here? The answer is probably yes, but when they go to Buffalo, when they play Dallas, when they play the tougher defenses, and they've only really done that once against Philadelphia, and mm-hmm. there wasn't an answer there. And so often through his tenure in Minnesota, it's like they, he, he's had some great times, and we start to build them up, and like, oh, look what they're doing. And then they, they run into that, that downturn of Cousins. So I think that's really Kevin O'Connell's biggest challenge here is the consistency within a game, within a season. But I do think it's huge for them that Cousins has not played super great in these first few games, and they're 4-1. Right. and one. Like there have mm-hmm. been times before in the past where he has played really well and they've lost some of these games and they end up missing the playoffs by a single game. So yeah, I think that the truth with Kirk Cousins has always and will always kind of be in the middle. Matthew Collar from Purple Insider. Uh, log on, sign up today. Uh, lots of great info, inside info into the Vikings. And I must say, Matthew, I haven't been on your website, admittedly, in a little, quite a while, but your landing page now is it's breathtaking. You've you've got you're you're on the you're on the you're on the phone. You got your press pass. You kind of zoom in. Uh, I, I just for that, I, I encourage people to check out Purple Insider. Well done, well done. Great well, job, Matthew. I, I didn't I did not create that. Uh, that was uh, a local Minnesota company created the website for me. So I appreciate that. Absolutely. Thanks, Matthew. Appreciate the time as always, sir. Have a great yeah, one. Thanks, guys. Matthew Collar, Purple Insider, on the uh, he was on the John Schuster Cobalt Banker Hotline. Predictions for the Vikings, we'll take those, 651-461-9226, Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Your calls and texts next on WCCO. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 